Hey everyone, we're back with the District 3 Podcast, episode 165. My name is Irvin. Um, today we have a interesting topic to talk about, something that's kind of been on my mind and on the mind of some people, specifically the Latino community here in, um, in Arkansas. Um, joining me today is someone who I'm actually meeting for the first time. We've been social media friends for, for a while now. Um, mm -hmm. She is a current 3L law student at the University of Arkansas. Uh, Maria Cueva. Maria, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. And Maria, you're originally from, let me pronounce this correctly, Curitiba, Brazil. Yes, really good, good job. You were born there, right? I was born there, um, and all of my family pretty much is still there. It's just kind of my immediate family. We moved to Texas, Okay. grew up there, and then came to Arkansas for my undergrad degree and ended up loving it here and I've stayed ever since. Mm, so you, have you lived most of your life here in, in the U.S.? Mm -hmm, yes. Yeah. So okay. we would all, we were privileged enough to where we could go back to Brazil pretty often. And so I have a lot of good memories of just, you know, being there too. How was the, uh, the World Cup for you this year? <laughs> it started off great. Right? You know, that I think we had the best goal mm -hmm. in the entire By World Cup. Richardson? Yes. I think that was awesome. But, you know. Brazil were my favorites to win. Thank you, I appreciate and, uh, it. And I really thought they were going to win. And I, what was the game that they lost? They lost against. Uh, um, was it Morocco? No, I don't. Even, honestly, I don't even remember now. Was it? It was like. I, I forgot Croatia? what. I don't know. I forgot what happened, but. Uh, well, we went to penalties. I oh, definitely remember was. the heartache. That's for what that, it was. So. That's what it was, and I think, you know, uh, hopefully the next time that comes around, and 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 then uh, then Pele passed away too. It's been a hard year. <laughs> it's yeah. been tough, right? Like it's I, been, yeah. I was in the, uh, Myra and I were in Sound Springs, and then we were just, we had taken a day off, and we were just, like, mm -hmm. going all over the place, going to thrift stores and stuff, and, and then I saw the news, and I was like, wow, like, I live, I've never lived in a world without Pelé. Yeah. And mm -hmm. he is, in my opinion, he's the GOAT. I mean, yeah. who else has three World Cups? One at yeah. 17 years old. Yeah, know? it's, in, it's, when you really think about, like, how hard it is to get that yeah you you definitely see it all from a different perspective but you know what? Yeah. i'm happy for messi yeah i can at least concede to that for him yeah. i'm not a, i'm not huge on messi <laughs> i'm not sure if you saw through my instagram stories but uh, i'm a more of a of a cristiano ronaldo fan but yeah. uh you got to give credit where credit is due the mm -hmm. team played great they didn't have like the best players and stuff yeah but they worked as a team and they worked for messi to mm -hmm. to win the world cup so yeah they deserved it shout out to, to all that. the argentine people that listen to our podcast i'm not hating yeah not uh, hating congrats guys yeah Mexico, <laughs> even though we got like practically eliminated by argentina mexico did but yeah. it is what it is but uh, we're here to talk about, you know, the term Latinx, um, and I'm going to use a, a a graphic from the Instagram Zero Hour Arkansas, which you should check out on Instagram that has a very informative graphic about the term Latinx and what exactly has happened here in Arkansas recently that has kind of, you know, gotten attention and uh, gotten people talking. So I'm going to read a little bit about that. They have a post. It's called Latinx is not a bad word. Um, and the graphic says, in one of her first acts as governor of Arkansas, Sarah Huckabee Sanders banned the use of the word Latinx in state documents. What is Latinx? Latinx arises from a perceived inadequ inadequacies of the label Hispanic and Latino, which emerged in the civil rights era. Um, the arrival of Latinx coincides with a strong push for eliminating identifiers of gender and language, this is helpful when referring to an Latino individual that is non-binary or queer, etc. Um, within 60 days of the order, all existing written materials by replacing the terms 
uh, Latinx with Hispanic, Hispanics, Latino, Latinos, Latina, or Latinas. And who does it affect? Uh, pointing to the use of Latinx as an LGBTQ+, an inclusive term, and an anti-woke agenda. This order is really about targeting uh, transgender and non-binary individuals. So the term Latinx, Maria, uh, what has it meant to you? I think you were telling me before um, before we started recording that you've mm -hmm. kind of evolved in like what that yes. meant to you. So yeah. you, can you talk a little bit about Very that? Very much so. So at the beginning, I was you know, like, I don't understand why we need this. It's just one more thing to like be confusing, one more thing to kind of add to the plate. Um, it's I've never felt, you know, kind of like disheartened by the use of Latina. Like it's a term that I've I feel that's very empowering to me mm -hmm. um, and really identifies who I am, you know, my experience as an immigrant. Um, and so I just didn't see a need for it. And it honestly kind of made me upset that people were pushing so hard for it. Mm. Um, but then when, you know, I started going to law school and I really started to understand the importance of language and how that really does shape our perceptions of society, of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And um, just being more open-minded to, to different people, different yeah. ways of living. And, like, I had a complete world shift, like, worldview shift um, coming into law school and really studying that. And so it's been a slow, you know, ride for me to kind of change my mind. But now I see the importance of having that inclusivity and um, especially now when we see that just using the right pronouns, et cetera, like, can yeah. help statistically has been proven to help people, you know, not commit suicide and like mm -hmm. not in with their mental health with everything. And I was like, if that means so much to somebody and it means, you know, so little to me, it doesn't cost me anything, Yeah, you know, just to allow that to be, have its own space. Yeah. Who am I to say that that, you know, can't happen. So yeah. I'm, I'm kind of for it. I don't feel offended by it or anything. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't see why we, don't need it you know I think it's a good thing to have if it makes f people feel seen and I think one important uh, point to point out you know just on based on your identity mm -hmm. Hispanic doesn't fit you no yeah so this is a, right? I think one of the topics that kind of really was shifting my perspective on the whole thing too you know yeah. we tend to just go towards Hispanic which is funny too because my father my his father so my grandfather he's Peruvian Okay. He was from Peru and immigrated to Brazil and met my grandmother and, you know, now you have us. So, I mean, technically, I still could, I guess, identify with that term Hispanic, but it doesn't, I've never felt like it completely fit me. Yeah. And so having, again, like Latina, like for me, was something, again, which I then could identify with. And it was something that became empowering. Mm -hmm. And so looking at myself and how that meant so much to me when you know people do include like Brazilians in the conversation to mm -hmm. things like that, I was like, wow, it it is life changing sometimes. And so mm -hmm. again, who am I to take that away from somebody else? One of the things that I don't understand, you know, we yes, there there are uh, studies out there. Uh, if you just simply Google, you'll you'll see studies where it shows that like less than five percent of the Latinx, Latine community mm -hmm. uses the term Latinx. Yeah. Um, what I don't understand is, you know, well, I do understand it. 
you know, the only reason why terms like this were, you know, were are being banned in Arkansas by mm -hmm. our current governor, uh, Sarah Sanders, is I feel like it's simply targeting, you know, like the non-binary yeah. transgender community mm -hmm. because it's not even a big deal to us. Exactly. So why yeah. would you even on your first days, right. you know, in office, first day in office? Yeah. First few hours. Try to target much, this. Yeah. It's just mm -hmm. kind of pandering to, you know. Well, given the political context, too, you know, that everything else that's going on, it's kind of hard not to see it that way either. Yeah. Like we have a big homeless community here in Arkansas that could mm -hmm. be a priority. You know, yes. we have mental health resources that need yes. to be mm -hmm. uh, distributed. And also just, you know, we need more mental health resources in general. Uh, teachers need to get uh, a pay raise. Yeah. All these different things that are yes. bigger priority. Mm -hmm. And we're over here concerned about a term that doesn't really, it, it doesn't, like it, doing that doesn't really change anything for us mm -hmm. because ultimately we're going to continue using it the way we use it. And then we're going to continue uh, using the words that we use with our parents. Yes, absolutely. And yeah, like I just feel like it's uh, unnecessary. And, you know, I, I tweeted about it. Mm -hmm. I put a tweet out just saying how, you know, it was completely unnecessary and how these people are being targeted and stuff. And, you know, people yeah. come out of the woodworks, folks that want to have an opinion mm -hmm. about everything. Yes. And uh, and I do want to say that we did invite, you know, folks that are we against the term. We tried hard. We tried hard. Yeah. And no one showed up. Mm -hmm. And I was telling you off air, Maria, that it's easy to tweet things. Absolutely. But whenever we, we you know, we call upon people to have these kind of conversations, mm -hmm. no one's going to get roasted, you know, by coming no. in here. We're going to talk and we want to we want to hear where you're coming from. Exactly. And like that's how we push society forward is by having constructive conversations. And one of the amazing things that I've I've been privileged enough to have are friends who we can have conversations like this that may sometimes yeah. be uncomfortable. But and even if we're not here to change your mind, it it gives you a different perspective on something. Yeah. And I think to me, like that is worth so much. And as Latino people, if we don't have these conversations where we debate yeah. and, and, you know, hear people's points, things are going to remain the same. Mm -hmm. You know, we're going to continue to have these arguments. I know things will never be 100 percent resolved, but I do know that if we have conversations, we can kind of maybe understand, you know, where we're coming from. I saw this tweet that said, uh, I'd rather be called beaner than, Latin than Latinx. I was like, no, I don't want to be called a beaner. I've been called a beaner in a in a uh, bad way, you know, like yeah. in a racist way. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I'm not okay with that term, and I don't want to be called that. Mm -mm. I understand that maybe, you know, there really isn't like an origin from where the Latinx word came from. Mm -hmm. Some people think it was a white folks. Some people think it was yeah. like college-educated Latino folks. Um and but I'm also okay to transition from Latinx to Latine mm -hmm. yeah. because I understand that you know Latinx is difficult to pronounce in Spanish for you know mm -hmm. our parents. Yeah, and so I'm not completely against it. It's just for me, I I do get a little bit aggravated when I see people on Twitter that want to have an opinion on it, Latinos specifically, like conservative Latinos, but mm -hmm. it's but. I feel like they, they might be disconnected because, you know, folks like us who are either or in organizing circles or working <clears throat> with nonprofits, yeah. we understand the importance of using Because you see those it terms. every day. Like, you see it, you see how it affects people yeah. um, in the community. And it's more than just, you know, somebody trolling you on Twitter or on yeah. social media. It, it has real-life effects. And I think especially with this conversation and now with like like media we want to say like as latinos that 
hey, like, we want representation, right? Like, everybody's mm-hmm. so excited to see, like, the new Black Panther movie and XYZ, and we're supporting all these Latinos actors, like, winning all these awards. Like, yes, great, but, like, why aren't we extending that and, like, making mm-hmm. it grow? And so to me, I want to hold myself accountable. And like I said, like, I didn't agree with the word before, and for all the points you said, you know, especially trying to introduce it to my parents and, like, to my family back home and not trying to make it so much of a political topic because I don't think you should politicize, like, humans all the time and so I just realizing that and seeing how it is affecting people I'm like I I just it doesn't make sense to me right now Mm. at this point um my mom always said to me growing up she's like like is that gonna cost you something Mm. and like what does it cost you to be nice to somebody what does it cost you to to say a mean word to somebody. But then flipping it around and seeing like, hey, that actually costs somebody else a lot. Like your silence is costing somebody else a lot. Mm -hmm. Your negativity is costing somebody else a lot. Um, So for me, like Latinx, like it doesn't cost me anything. Like it doesn't offend me. Like it doesn't change my day. It doesn't see, doesn't change how I view myself, how I view my community. Latine doesn't change how I view my community. But to somebody else, that could be like a life or death thing. Like Mm -hmm. that could be their identity, you Mm -hmm. know? And so, like, it doesn't cost me anything to, you know, help somebody else and to, like, uplift somebody else. And so I think that we kind of need, as a community, we need to kind of put our money where our, like, mouth is, you know? It's just, like, we're saying we want diversity, we want to be included, we want to have these conversations, but we're taking steps not to be open-minded and accept our brothers and sisters yeah. into this. Isn't it crazy, though, going back to what you just said about, you know, it doesn't it doesn't take anything from me to use the term. I would I, I wish that people would understand that because I feel like they just think that we're on some, like, uh, big, uh, like, we're on a big mission to yeah. force everyone to use the word Latinx, no. but it's not even like that. No, and, like, I, I think it's, like, people are scared or something and like when you are in proximity and like okay let's like shift the conversation to like how we feel about it it's like you know people coming into like a barbecue with us and the family like sometimes like you know they're gonna be scared or they're gonna be like oh my god like what is this like this is a different completely different culture but when you open yourself up to it you're like it there's nothing different you know and it's like why are you scared of extending that hand that you so want to be extended to you Mm -hmm. And I feel, you know, going back to, to that, for me, I just the same way as you, I use it to be inclusive. Mm-hmm. I understand that it makes people feel included. And at the same time, you know, it's, it's proper to use it just overall in general. I am not on a mission to force everyone to use it. My parents, uh, whenever I talk to them, they still use Hispanic. They still use Latino, yeah. Latinas. And I'm not like, mom, you need to use Latinx. Yeah, no. It's not even like that. It's not that serious. But no. we we will continue to use this word, these words to make people feel included. But it's also just not uh, Sarah Sanders. Uh, like, it shouldn't be her decision to be like, what's culturally no. insensitive in a community that she doesn't even understand. Thank you. Yeah, I was like, honestly, from this entire election like cycle up till now, I was like, when has she ever come in and made it a purpose to like get to know our community yeah and like get to be inc- be included and like really 
you know, be a part of this community and see and learn what we're about. Like, I've never seen that, like taking steps at like real steps to get to know us Mm -hmm. and like what makes us tick. And like, you know, like Mexicans aren't the same as Brazilians. Brazilians aren't the same as, you know, Hondurans. Like we're all different, but it's a beautiful thing that here in America, like we have come together and we've come with up this term with like Latinos that we can have this like community here. Yeah. But I've not seen anybody who is liking to talk this big game that they want to come and get to know us and see Mm -hmm. why it really is, like, why is it offensive? Why is it not? Like, the real things that offend me are not, you know, somebody wanting to be included in my my community. Like, what offends me is you turning a blind eye to the injustices that are happening here right now. Like you were saying, like, teachers not getting paid enough, like, Mm xyz like the list goes on and on and on like the homeless like like and issues that we're having now it's insane but nobody's taking accountability for that Mm -hmm. so i'm like those are the things that offend me yeah not this and she said like when she was uh passing this executive order she said that it was culturally insensitive yeah i saw that culturally insensitive we don't look and i think they even phrased it as some people have phrased it as in like they use that five percent you know that does use it and the 95 percent that doesn't use it and, yeah. and they'll say uh 95 percent of the people hate it like I've that 95 percent includes my mom who who doesn't hate it she just doesn't understand no, it exactly it includes a like a, the majority of our community that yeah they don't understand it but they don't hate it. Exactly. They just don't get it. And, and that's, again, why, like, language is so important. Like, yeah. the words you choose to use matter. They're significant. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially, like you were saying, like, our community, a lot of people, they haven't had the opportunity to learn about it or to, mm-hmm. like, be exposed to that. And, again, to see that it's not something that's scary. It's not something we're pushing down each other's throats. Yeah, and that's why, for me, it's it's just, it just feels very petty that, that, that she Extremely. would... Pass the executive order that without without even having communication with with us or the know. big you know even the big immigrant rights or or you know immigration law firms in the oh, area absolutely like no one has been contacted to have this conversation and Mm-mm. I'm pretty sure no one would say oh it's culturally insensitive you know what is culturally insensitive passing laws that are anti-immigrant like they've tried absolutely. to do in the past few years here in Arkansas consistently yeah that's culturally insensitive oh absolutely but okay that the, what they're actually going to focus on is is something that we don't even make a big deal about. Yeah, it's like that, you know, kind of savior complex of, I don't even, I honestly, I don't even think it's that at this point. I think it's exactly what you said. It's yeah. like this, we're trying to wipe out these voices of people that like we don't necessarily like. Yeah. And I have a firm belief that like if you're elected into office, regardless if you're you're blue or red, whatever party you come from, when you're elected, like you're serving everybody, right? Mm-hmm. It's not just the people who voted you in. Like it's all of us. And I don't see that they've been trying at all, like I said, to have this conversation. And again, it's just the two of us right now, you know? It's yeah. it could have been more people, but yeah. people aren't willing to have even remotely difficult conversations sometimes. And mm-hmm. I think that's really sad. And I also want to mention something else that the um, the post by Zero Hour Arkansas um, talked about. They they kind of wanted to, to see if like the community can is willing and open to transition to the term Latine, mm-hmm. a term that's more easily pronounced by you know like our Spanish speaking uh, family members uh, instead of Latinx. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to read a little bit about the the slides that they had on this. They said. 
the rationale behind the word is similar to that of Latinx, with the benefit of being easier to pronounce in Spanish, mm -hmm. which already uses E as a gender-neutral ending to words like estudiante. Latin A is not widely accepted, and communities should only use it if an individual or organization prefers to identify themselves that way. Ask before you use when referring to Latin A people. Mm -hmm. This is an opportunity for a community to unite and implement Latin A. Let's create unity by re-identifying with a term that's not only gender inclusive, but respectful to the Spanish language. And the final um, slide says this post was made and researched by a non-binary Latin A person. Uh, what are the first thoughts that come to your head on that? Um, I mean, the part of me that didn't agree with the term Latinx at first was because I was like, okay, well, geez, are you going to try and completely change the entire language? Like yeah. Portuguese and Spanish in this regard, like, yeah, you have the masculine and the fem feminine, like you, yeah. it is part of the language. Like, are you just going to completely like take that out just to add this in, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think, I mean, I see like the good in it. Yeah, of course, it's a lot easier for our, parents and like older generations to to kind of buy on to that idea but I think the issue necessarily isn't how to pronounce a word I think it's the idea behind it yeah. and I think that's a much harder um, idea to sell to people yeah I think you know it is kind of it does kind of feel like we would restart again yeah um, I do know people in, in the organizing community that already use Latin A Okay. Like they yeah. do. And I think I've honestly, when it comes to like real, real organizers, you know, like my friends that are actually like on the ground, mm -hmm. uh, I think they use Latin A more than Latinx. Uh, it's more right now, you know, like the um, educational institutions and more official organizations nationally that have been using Latinx more than Latin A, mm -hmm. or they use both of them. Uh, I am, I, I, I could use Latin A. Mm -hmm. um, I, a part of me is like, uh, I'm not being forced to transition from Latinx to Latin A because of these conservative people that don't want us to use Latinx. So I'm mm -hmm. still going to use it maybe as like a, mm -hmm. a form of, of, you know, protest, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, just because um, I think it's still important to a lot of folks, you know, in, in, in the non-binary uh, trans mm -hmm. community. But I do kind of want to listen more to, you know, folks. And, I, and I'm going to have these conversations with folks from, you know, like intransitive mm -hmm. or P flag, um, the folks that are that are Latino, Latina, Latinx, Latine, and just kind of see where they're coming from. And yeah. I think I'm just gonna take like what they tell me, uh, what makes them feel included, because ultimately that's kind of what it's been about, right? Right. It's not about me mm -hmm. because I, when I do a presentation or I go speak, I'm Latino. Exactly. Yeah. You have your term to fit you and yeah. your experience. Yeah. Like I'll use Latinx when I'm talking about. Uh, like a the, general population. Yeah. yeah. But Latino is okay with me. Latina is okay with you. Mm -hmm. But I do want to hear where they're coming from first before I kind of, you know, take a step forward. Uh, but in the meantime, I'll use both. I'll just say Latinx, Latin A, you know, yeah. whatever fits. And with my family, it's not even it's not even something that comes to the dinner table conversation that we have. <sighs> yeah. I'm, and especially the fact that it's in, like, legal documentation. Like, you're taking it to an ex so far of an extent now like that yeah. it's completely banned in the legislature and you know that to me is dangerous because mm -hmm. it's just you're already taking little steps to like erase mm -hmm. people 
And like that's how it starts. It's not just going to be this giant ban, mm -hmm. even though we have seen a little bit of that throughout the country on mm -hmm. a lot of different issues. But it's little by little. And yeah. um, but I agree. It has to. It, this is something that you know doesn't affect you or I like yeah. personally. And like the voices that need to be heard are of like the LGBTQ community mm -hmm. who want to ha if they want to have this conversation or not. And I think it's our job then like to support that and like because they are us. It's like yeah. I don't understand how they're, you know, not like they're our community. Yeah. One thing I want to point out, you know, to the folks that, you know, conservative Latinos or folks just kind of that don't like the term mm -hmm. what's what sarah what our governor is doing it's not necessarily them you know looking out for us saying like oh it's they don't like mm -hmm. this word you know they're literally just trying to target folks you know that yeah. that identify with that term uh folks from the trans non-binary community um so don't think that she is on your side and it, i kind of feel like a lot of these folks that are tweeting you know stuff like call me a beaner before you call me latinx like they think yeah. that it's a good thing but they don't understand how their communities it's it's like that term and i'm paraphrasing it because i don't remember exactly mm -hmm. but when it's that the the quote that says something like first they came for the doctors and they came yes for, like you don't understand no. that this is just like the initial thing where they're starting exactly and it's been through history that you have seen this like it is a consistent pattern like there's so there's another great poem out there forgot who the author was, was called The Hangman, and it's a, the same thing about social responsibility. And, you know, when you don't speak up for people, eventually it'll come back to you. And I, I make it a point in my personal life to always speak out against injustice because I think the greatest thing you could do for somebody is, like, to not look away from their pain. Yeah. You know, like, this might not be hurting you or I, but it is hurting somebody else. And then when it comes to the time when something is going to hurt us and it's going to hurt me, you don't want somebody to look away from your pain just because it doesn't matter to them. It doesn't yeah. have any effect on them. Yeah. Um, and I think it was a missed opportunity for the governor to to do that on her first day without having a conversation mm -hmm. with us. It was a missed opportunity to gain more rapport with us, with our community, with the with Arkansans right now. Yeah, and so. I mean for her, she probably doesn't even see it that way. It's probably like I made my base happy. You know, yeah, I made them happy, showing them that I'm taking some sort of action because I have no actual plans. It, so oh, I'm just going to yeah. do this executive if order. If we want to look at resumes, we can have that entire conversation, too. It's like, yeah. you know, I'm I'm willing to have a conversation with her and yeah. stuff about this and like open that up. But what have you shown? Yeah. You know, and it's and yeah, that not reaching out to folks is important Too like it. It's not a big deal to us, but like going back to what you said, there are folks that, you know, this does mean a lot to and, you mm -hmm. know, folks that are suicidal and all these different things that don't necessarily might affect me or you. Mm -hmm. um, so because it's important to them, it's important to us. Yeah. And um, but yeah, like I said, it's easy to tweet things that you don't understand I ask, you know, the folks that are against the Latinx term to, you know, get involved in your community and mm -hmm. then you're going to meet people yes. and you're going to understand why that term is important yes. to them. So much so. And why you should be respectful. Yeah. That yeah. was the biggest thing for me was just being in proximity with people who thought differently than I did, who saw the world differently than I did from different age groups, different backgrounds. 
Um, it challenges your perspective, not to say that like, you know, you're wrong or not, but there are different ways of living and of like being, and there is room and space for all of us. Like mm. our community has been crying out for representation to own ourselves, to like have, take up space like shamelessly. And n- that's why I think it's so important to, you know, make sure that our actions match our words. Yeah, definitely. And um, I do think that we, like I said, until we get guidance from folks that are directly affected and see how we should move forward, mm-hmm. um, we should continue using the terms that we're using and yeah. uh, continue to be inclusive and um, understand that, you know, this is bigger than us. And it, like you said, I keep on going to what you said because I think you hit every every good point. Um it's not hard to to, no. to use a term yeah. that takes a few seconds to use. Thank you, Mama, for that life lesson. Right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I can't repeat what you said in Portuguese, but uh, <laughs> non custa nada. Yeah. But I I do agree that uh, it doesn't take um, it doesn't take much from us to make people feel included. Um, understand that you know you do you do hurt people's feelings. You know specifically if they identify a certain way, and you purposely you know like misgender them or or don't take their pronouns into consideration yeah. and i know for people like there's a lot of people in, in our community that are trolls rolling their and, eyes right now yeah and they're like, ah, like, a, like there's only two there's only two genders that's what they always say and it's yeah. like look like it doesn't affect you whatsoever to exactly. use whatever makes someone feel happy um to label their identity yeah um but I will be reaching out to folks in the trans community and in the mm-hmm. non-binary community just to kind of see, you know, what their perspective. And hopefully we can do an episode where um, where we bring them on. Yeah, and, that would uh, be great. And we can invite you to Maria to come I on and, and, and just kind of learn from them and stuff. But uh, going forward, uh, as of right now, you know, until we hear from the folks, <laughs> you know, what, what, what are you going to use? Are you going to continue to use Latinx? Yeah, you know, just as, as a, you know, generalization when I am speaking – to you know more people i think i'll just use latinx just because it has more of like that traction and you know i hope you know maybe latin latin a would would come up a little Mm -hmm. bit more i'm open to it like you said but again i don't have the context of seeing like what the like who it's really affecting like how they feel about it as much yeah so i feel like it'd be inauthentic to like you know make a complete decision on that without their Mm -hmm. their opinions on it but for me i I, i'm latina so (laughs) Same here, Latino. Um, I, I will tr- I will try to use Latinx uh, slash Latin A yeah. going forward. Um, I'm gonna have there's I think there's uh, one or two panels that I'm doing this month, so I'm gonna make sure to use both of them mm-hmm. uh, to you know to talk about our community. And um, I you know just want to let you know the governor Sarah Sanders uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders know that you know we see through what you're doing. <laughs> like it's like. Like it's not culturally insensitive, no. and once again, it's the ninety-five percent that does not use the the term mm-hmm. Latinx do not hate it. They just don't a lot. A lot of it, a lot of the community doesn't understand it. Yeah, and um, and we'll continue to engage and and educate our communities, and definitely not force them to use any term they don't feel comfortable. But we'll continue to use terms that make people feel included. Um, but we're always open to feedback. You know, we're always yeah. open to, and I think we're going to continue to grow. Maybe in the future we'll realize that terms we're using today might not be the best. Terms oh too, yeah, and know? I think that's the beautiful part of it is like learning. You know, having an open mind. It's 
the best thing I think for that ever happened to me was learning that hey I'm not perfect I can apologize when I do something wrong when I'm out of line like I can you know hey like that was bad of me I'm learning and I'm doing better yeah you know and I encourage our leaders uh in our community in our state like government everything to really abide by that it's like it's okay to learn and make mistakes and like apologize and do something better about it in the end Sounds good. Well, Maria, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. I really had fun. For everyone listening, make sure you hire Maria when she becomes a lawyer <laughs> in, a, in a yeah. year, less than a year. Less than a year, a couple of months. The bar? Oh, yeah. oh, gosh, we'll that's a whole other thing. We'll send that good Thank you. Bring those good, good vibes, vibes to your me. way. I need it. But, hey, <laughs> uh, we hope you pass it the first time. Please. If you don't pass it, Michelle Obama didn't pass it the first time either. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. She did not. She oh, passed it the second okay. time. So yeah. no, take that pressure away because I know folks, you know. Uh, thank it, you for that. I've looked into that, and, man, it's it's the process ride. is grueling, you yeah, know, yeah. and just that. I think things need to change, obviously, obviously, mm-hmm. when it comes to that. But it is what it is. The institution is what it is. But we're sending you good we're vibes. Here. Thank you so much. Thank you for for being a part of this episode and and for being open about your opinions and and for being inclusive. And thank you um, for having the uh, opening a space up for us to have these conversations. I know you get a lot of flack for a lot of things, but hey, I'm really proud of you and you do a lot of good work. So keep up the good fight. I appreciate it. Thank you for everyone that's listening. Hopefully, if you are listening, you have an open mind and, and take into consideration the stuff that we say. I'm not asking you to agree with with us, with me, um, but just have an open mind, you know, and, and know that there's people in your community that, you know, words do matter. Uh, mm-hmm. Labels do matter. And I think we can just do our part to, you know, try to make everybody feel included and, and not hurt anybody purposely. So um, thank you all for listening. That was episode 165 of the District 3 podcast. My name is Edwin signing off. <laughs>